Welcome. It's deconversion therapy, and it's Karen, who is more mature than my co-host. <laughs> and it's Bonnie, and that's fine, because I'm learning a lot now about life, because I am a new puppy mom. Well, you're three is hard. weeks younger than me, and in yeah. maturity levels, that's like, I don't know, 10 years or something. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I asked the universe for more connections to people and it's happening because this puppy cries when she sees somebody walking down the street i must go say hello to them yeah so it's very exciting i've been introduced to a lot of neighbors who i've (laughs) seen from a distance for many years and now they're stopping cars to say hello so that's sweet and people are generally nice yeah, I know, especially arm's distance. And I, and I mean that seriously, like no joke. I, I wish that I, when I meet people and I get to know them, I can be like, I really like you in category three box of the arm distance <laughs> list that I have. Like, you're perfect right there. You're puppy dog There's high a list. Oh, oh, you're puppy dog high list. people. Okay, so let me tell you this because I can't tell people who I work with because it's just gossip. And I'm oh, but okay, I'm good. I'm quite certain it's true. There okay. is a guy who lives right across the street from us. He couldn't be nicer. He had the best dog. That dog passed away. We would always talk on the street. He's just one of these guys who he's fit. He keeps his house super super clean in front. Um, when he walks, you know what he does? He goes like a mile, walks to the grocery store and comes back just to get some exercise in. So, I mean, yeah. So anyway, um, plus he's always nice. So this guy's riding his bike around and it's a cul-de-sac kind of scenario. Somebody from the other end of the street comes zooming by and he tells him to slow down, which is kind of how you want it in here because it's Mm -hmm. not a through street. So... This guy pulls his car over, stops it, gets out, punches him in the chest. Shit. Punches him in the chest. And the guy who punches him in the chest is a colleague. He's a fellow realtor (sighs) who works the same area that I do. And he's always been like an ADD poster boy, and he doesn't shut up. And he tried to steal one of my clients once and then told me about it later and then thought that he was still going to show him something. And I'm like, nope, I'm sorry. I just sold him a condo. <laughs> so uh, I, like, it's like you, you can be sketchy and admit it, and then that makes you not sketchy. So mm-hmm. anyway, so Pushed I don't know if he's chest. pressing charges or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he should. Yeah. What's the poor dog? Did the poor dog have to see that? That's there. <laughs> I wish there was a dog court for what they have to put up with. <laughs> You exposed my dog to unnecessarily <laughs> violence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she did not need I, to see that. I bet that realtor guy's lawn is not neat. But if you are just joining us, <laughs> Bonnie is in Florida where we grew up, and I'm in Tennessee, yeah. and both our states are shitholes right now, politically, <laughs> and a bit emotionally. Right now. A bit of, yeah. Yeah. 
And okay. we've known each other since we were one year old, and we both ended up leaving the church and the faith. And I say that because we have a lot of Christians who listen, and I absolutely appreciate it because they're the cool Christians who understand, like, people we're going to talk about today, it's very informative for them. And yeah, I think they the probably feel thing the is, same way we do. Yeah. If I were still going to church, I would still be excited to hear us talking about the charlatan kind of people that we talk about. Because exactly. you kind of want to be on guard about it. You want to know what kind of <laughs> fraud is happening out there. And we're going to get to some fraud today. Yes, me too. If I was a Christian, the first thing I would do to li- was, would be listen to me. And you. That would be it. <laughs> That's right. Um, also, obviously, we're, uh, although, again, more mature than Bonnie, but we're both mature enough to realize that no one represents Christianity as no one represents Islam or Judaism. Like, we're not like, oh, everybody in Christianity is terrible because we're talking about these at all. No, um, of course not. Yeah. No, but it is weird how people gravitate toward organizations, I think, and see, oh, look at this, a ready-made audience to pull my shit on. Mm-mm, absolutely. Let me start off with a beautiful little segment I just came across on religiousnews.com. Great writing there. Um, this one's by me. Oops, Megan. Let me be American. Megan Salishvi. And there are these two guys, Reverend Tom Soroka and John Maddox, who co-host what is a podcast called Ancient Faith Today Live because they're Orthodox Christian. I do not know a lot about it. It's okay. It's yeah. not the the old Orthodox guys who wear the robes and like all the theatrics. <laughs> These look like regular guys. One has a turtleneck. Um, but <laughs> that's the new look for the Orthodox. <laughs> that's it. They've updated it. Now, of course, it's all hewn by hand. No. So they are doing something because I guess the church used to have deaconesses. So that's the third, that's the lowest tier of anything you get what's to a hell? have. What's a, what's a, wait, what's a deaconess? A lady deacon? Correct. So, you know, oh. they're, they're way down. They're not going to be paid. My dad was a deacon in the Southern Baptist Church. This is just... You know, if the priest or whoever drops the wafers, these women probably get to pick them up. Like, it's low. It's nothing huge and great. But they used to have female deacons, and then they didn't. And I don't know or care or anything about how that happened, but they did a radio program, and they're like, hey, let's get feedback and discuss, should the church let women deaconesses back in? I guess you know how it went, because first of all, it was a live show, so they get to see comments right away, probably on YouTube, and answer things, and have call-ins, so they were... Even these men were shocked because up popped all these comments. One is like, 
this is such a joke. And another person said <laughs> deaconesses would turn the sanctuary into a brothel. I'm what? Like, yes. Oh, my gosh. So the misogyny just went, you know, out, out, Off out. the scale? <laughs> yeah. Um, because, it, you know, it just went insane. And people were saying... Uh, you know, is this because you guys feel that God is called women? Or is this just modern feminism that you're trying to bow down to? Like, which is it? Is this a humanistic movement? But some guy named, last name Matthews Green, said on Facebook, it's not impossible for the Holy Spirit to inspire the recovery of deaconesses. That, you know, bring them back in the church. And he said, ah, but in a situation like this, where we see less than unity, um, we're just going to say that the Holy Spirit is not leading us to renew the role of deaconesses. Not at this state, anyway. Right. Well, guess what, fuckers? There's always going to be misogyny. And so... Well, sure. Can, yeah. So it's not the Holy Spirit leading anyone. It's these misogynistic turds. Jerking off in basements who are like, hate all women, hate all women, and just it's going to continue and continue. I've got another short ish one that just came out. It's on Board Panda. If you guys follow Board Panda, and it's like, I'm not going to read the 51 times, but 51 times preachers got exposed on uh, Preacher's Sneakers, who we follow on their IG page, and it goes through over and over again what these pastors are wearing and how much it costs. So there is just amazing jackets like the Louis V shearling from Blausson, that one preacher is wearing that is eighty two. Are you sure you're pronouncing that correctly? A blason. Eighty two hundred dollars for a jacket. No, and it does not even I look rem- like it keeps them warm. I remember our college leader Daphne, who I loved, said that she was in. She would be in good with Jesus because she was humble and like Jesus. She drove a Vega, <laughs> Chevrolet Vega. <laughs> She's like, yeah, Jesus would be driving a Vega as well. And, and you know, so the like, whole prosperity humility. gospel. They're like to get more money. I know you have to look blessed by God. So it's like this whole circular logic thing. There's this one guy, Guillermo Maldonado, who has a suede in the spirit rocking Louis Vuitton denim jacket. And the problem is, Bonnie, these some of these guys look stupid in this stuff. Like it is much too cool for them to be wearing. And you want to say, <laughs> yeah, I know that's $5,000, but you look like an over-trying idiot. Um, and <laughs> well, it, where yeah. have these people not heard of what is it like quiet labels or quiet luxury? Quiet, yeah. Quiet luxury. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's it. It's very, very loud luxury. Loud. Let me say. <laughs> and so it goes on and on. And I want to point out 
that a lot of these are black pastors in the U.S. where we're seeing a huge uptick and continuation of the prosperity gospel in minority groups that are really taking advantage of them. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whose birthday was the other day, happy birthday, wrote a great article about (laughs) how his community, you know, is suffering from this kind of charlatan BS that they're purporting on their own people. But don't worry, we got some white pastors wearing Saint Laurent jackets that are 2,000-year-old. And let me just say this. Why do you need a jacket on a stage? Not a formal <laughs> jacket for a preacher, just like oh, denim like and shearling like to keep warm. Or like members only, <laughs> a little club jacket with no collar. I think a jacket finishes an ensemble really nicely for the stage. Unless they're ugly, and these sound like they're not. That's what I said. It's ugly, exactly. <laughs> but they list a whole a whole bunch of people. They talk about how their shoes are. You know, even if they're a thousand bucks for a pair of shoes, I look at the number and I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. But then I go, I I. I just don't do that. I would, it, it's ridiculous. And to think being a pastor, it's annoying. Aren't there people out there who are saying, you should spend that money on outreach? You should spend that money on helping other people instead of clothing. I mean, these people are out there telling what's her head, Taylor Swift, that she should have hugged Celine Dion. So I'm sure there's some judgy people out there. How come they're not getting their voices heard a little more? Exactly. They aren't. And that's the thing. Like you see this stuff, at least it's getting called out. Your favorite, very honest pastor, the one at Hillsong that you think is great, Brian Houston. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. I said I... I, I could fall for his voice. So he I has, he's wearing Gucci aces, which are just too Gucci-ish. And they're $650. And again, I get embarrassed when people try too hard. And it just misses yeah. it. And you're like, Mm-mm, that does not go with your look. I see where you're trying to go, but it's not you. Uh, But we'll put this link in our notes or over on our uh, newsletter. We usually are following up now with our newsletter. Part of it's free, and and I'll put all this in there with the links to these. You mean pictures? The photos, the names. Yeah. I've got a guy in my office who wears Gucci loafers quite frequently, and when he comes into the office, you can hear little... Of the the little metal bits on top. So he kind of jingles when he walks. God. <laughs> All right, so do you want me to tell you about this um, rather longish, detailed story on this yes. guy who is called been, the Crypto Pastor? I've been waiting for this one because I keep oh, seeing good. it, but I don't know the whole story. So I'm making well, into all the work. I've picked out, yeah, I've picked out the the sweet corn pieces of this story. So, Eli Regalado, this is the main guy. He used to be a car thief. 
Uh, he also used to fake birth certificates uh, oh, to allow oh, oh. him to it, get fake IDs to people. Oh. Um, and he what? went to jail. What? So this no, was, I did this not. was, I know. What? <laughs> that's this was testimony. what he did. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Did you read my notes? Um, so these IDs, I think they were more substantial than just like, here's a fake ID to buy a beer. I think these were like the kind of fake IDs that you get when you are looking to go underground and be on the lam, like uh, Breaking Bad or something. So now he has a great testimony. So what do you do with that? You start a church. Boom. He and his second wife, they now run a church. It's an online-only church called Victorious Grace Church in Denver, Colorado. So he and his wife are running this church, and apparently a few years ago, he heard from God, which not a lot of people hear from God directly these days. But this guy hears a voice. So he decides God told him to sell a cryptocurrency called Index Coin. That sounds like a good name. Sure. Uh, so he he creates this coin. He also created a website on which to trade it. So I think what? it's kind of like you've got you've got what you're trading and the place where you trade it. So you kind of have the uh, everything locked up. Mm-hmm. You've got the goods and the means of of uh, of exchange all together. So Regalado said in a video that he went into the cryptocurrency business because the Lord told him to. He said that God had once come to him in a dream Mm -hmm. and asked him to sell cryptocurrency. Um, He accepted the challenge. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that, he and his wife spent a lot of the funds on a home remodel that the Lord also told him to do. Right. So his... His excuse for all of this is, when we started doing this, we have the word of God to Uh do it. We have it confirmed with several different prophets. So it was October of 2021 that the Lord brought this cryptocurrency to him. Um, Apparently, God said, take this to my people for a wealth transfer. (laughs) And then he says, it has been confirmed a hundred times since then. So what the hell does that mean? It's been confirmed by I, who? I get it. What does that mean? It's you it's, get it. Oh yeah, it's been confirmed because when they pray about it, they feel the peace of the Lord saying, "You're you're headed in the right direction oh. with that new waterfall bathtub thing that you're going <laughs> to update your well, house with." So it's like oh. confirmed over and over. Well, so apparently, to me, I think one of the first couple of things he probably went out and got were large art with dogs and cats of greater than domestic dogs and cats. So look at the pictures that I sent you. There's one video, because he does these videos to the people he's selling this stuff to and to his church people. Mm -hmm. So there's one video of him, and he's got some canine wolf kind of thing art behind him terrible yep and it's just like that my pillow guy and then his wife on some video she's got some large like feline cat this can't be behind her what this is (laughs) just the sale (laughs) racket spencer's gifts in the 90s 
I don't get it. That's the thing, though. There must be some place that they all go to get like, hey, here's some Christian feline canine power art. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, We should we should look for that website. Yeah, we've seen it a lot. The um, whole like, you know, lion. Yeah, with and, that my pillow guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so apparently, I guess God confirmed this with him several different times. And at one point, he asked the Lord, "Where is the liquidity going to come from?" And God's answer to him was, "Trust me," which I think <laughs> is pretty vague of an answer for a guy who was getting specific answers from God in his other conversations. Um, So as of July of last year, 2023, defendants made sales of nearly 3.4 million. He and his wife are the defendants. So they sold 3.4 million of worthless cryptocurrency. Wait, wait. Um, That's a lot. are we not doing this shit? This is an online church. (laughs) Online. An online They're not church, having to right. pay for overhead of a building, of renting anything, no. of any kind of equipment. They don't have to meet face-to-face with people and answer their questions. Right. Uh, it's, un- right. Uh, it's unbelievable. And... I think uh, it, I think in one thing I read they said he was in an RV too, and if you look in those pictures, the cabinets look kind of tiny, like RV ish. Mm-hmm. So that that art looks really especially big if you're picturing it in an RV. <laughs> it's not I'll like love me a good RV, Mike. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just um, thinking he doesn't look that trustworthy. Like this is a guy touched by God. They're just people, and we just talked about this, how Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was writing about this, that have been living in poverty and financial situations so much, and they'd look for everything to solve it. And if someone like this comes along and they mention increased finances for you and God, boom, you're in. Yeah, Yeah. throw God in there as a, you know, as a sponsor and... You know, it gives it a legitimacy. Um, okay, so so back to his conversations with God. He <laughs> says he asked the Lord early on, why did you choose me and my wife to do this? And God said very clearly, I knew you'd take it all the way. Okay. <laughs> so I like that God's giving Gosh. him really specific answers sometimes and then just, ah, trust me about the liquidity. Okay. Um So they're being charged with fraud Mm -hmm. after selling millions of dollars of worthless cryptocurrency. And here's what Regalado says in his own words. So the charges are that Caitlin and I pocketed $1.3 million. And I just want to come out and say that those charges are true. This is what he said in a video. Um, There has been $1.3 million that has been taken out of $3.4 million total. Out of that $1.3 million, half a million dollars went to the IRS, and a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> there were other things in addition to the, the remodel. Nah. So they allegedly used the money for jewelry, handbags, cosmetic dentistry, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you can actually see in some of the older videos compared to the newer ones with him. Yeah, did see um, Jason is That always fascinates me. 
<laughs> uh, luxury vacations, boat rentals, snowmobile adventures, home renovations, the financing of a Range Rover, and even an au pair. Because he had been married before, if I didn't say that. This is his second wife. Okay. Uh, let's see. They also transferred more than 290000 to the online church that they run and paid tens of thousands of dollars to other church leaders who sold the coin, uh, Bitcoin, for them. So I really do respect the circular kind of nature of his excuse. So... When he when he got the complaint, you know, from the court, whatever, he he took to video and said he mm-hmm. didn't want investors to be mad at the prosecutors or prosecutors, prosecutors. He says they have to do this. And then he added, I mean, if you think about it, we sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. We did. We took God at his word and sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. He said that he still hoped that investors could get their money back, bullshit, and that he believed God is going to work a miracle in the financial sector. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. he's on their side, which I kind of like. This is then kind of sad. His other excuse, well, one of two things have happened. One, either I misheard God and every one of you who prayed and came in, (laughs) you as well. (laughs) Or two, God is still not done with this project and he's going to do a new thing. So about nine Mm. months prior to all of this, he admitted that the undertaking started falling apart and said he didn't know what he was doing. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I just love that. Uh, he misheard God. Yeah. So uh, God was, you know. Right. It, it could. Anyhow. Um, okay. So th- so they 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 get the, the charges against them. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to go to a hearing. And then they were like, oh, judge, sorry. We're going to be out of town. Can you postpone that hearing? <laughs> the judge was like, no, the hearing's going to stay when the hearing is. And then they just didn't show up. And apparently they were in Zambia where they were seen preaching more on how to do oh. wealth transfer to people. And so see, they were like, oh, they, no, we've got some other suckers on the line. You haven't heard of what so, has happened. And right, again, right. in an impoverished place that has a lot of preachers who are yeah. preaching this. Co- what is shithead? He... I know. It's so sad. What they needed to do, get all that money back and everything they spent. So those teeth, they're get, they've got to go. Teeth, get your teeth back. <laughs> um, so, okay, so this guy's history is kind of fun. Um, back several years ago, he was found guilty of aggravated motor vehicle theft over $15,000. This is back in 2000. So he gets out on probation after requesting a reconsideration of the eight-year sentence. He got sentenced eight years for that. Six months later, he said, this is in his own podcast, he <laughs> smashed a beer bottle over a guy's face at a house party and went on the lam. And he says, now I'm looking at an aggravated felony assault with a deadly weapon because I used a bottle to permanently injure somebody, he said. Shit. That's vague. Permanently injure. Anyway, um, so he said his plan back then, I guess this is part of his testimony, was go hard, go crazy. Uh, he would do steroids, cocaine, and drink heavily. Mm-hmm. 
So at one point in his dealings, he came up with some kind of a GoFundMe type thing, and he ended up having a marketing company. Um, God also, when he had the marketing company, Mm -hmm. told him to hire this woman to pray for the business full time. So he paid some lady in this previous business he had for marketing. uh, He paid her $60,000 a year just to pray for the business. Isn't that? I know. I know. That's what? a lot. No, there's something I know, more it's going a lot. on. There's got to be. Well, you find it, and and I will. I will tell people about it. So, okay, like I mentioned before, he was married and had two kids. They got divorced, and then twelve hours after he signed the papers, he met his current wife, hmm. who was at the time not a Christian. So he led her to the Lord. Obviously. So I like that. In they are like missionary position. Um. So let's see, back to more of the news of what's happening now. Colorado authorities say that the Regalados knew they were peddling a suspect product before they launched this thing. The, um, and there was a firm that conducted a security audit of the, the Bitcoin thing or whatever it's called, cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. and the exchange. They got horrible reviews <laughs> and ratings on like of zero to ten. Some of them scored a zero. Like there were things like how viable is the security of this? And um, but they didn't care about the ratings that they got from this company. And they just decided to announce that Index Coin had been proved by the toughest, most legitimate crypto <laughs> audit in the world. And before we launch, oh my God. And they're like, we're so far ahead of the 90% of the cryptos that have existed for years. The auditors were like, no, it would have been impossible to fix the issues with this product. So after saying that it would be impossible to fix these issues, That's from the auditor. Mm -hmm. The wife chimes in, well, we got off the phone and said, you know what? Our developers have the mind of Christ. So what's (laughs) impossible to the world is possible for God. And we're going to preview wrong in in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of logic. Yeah, but that's the kind of logic you're dealing with. Like, nope, we are on the side of right. Mm -hmm. And so God's going to fix it. He's going to take care. And so if you don't believe that, then you're not believing in God. And the crazy thing to me is there are people who still don't blame him for all of this. There was one woman who was an administrative assistant in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. She bought a small number of tokens. She said she was attracted to their coin because it seemed like a vehicle not just about helping herself, but helping to build God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. And she still believes in the project. And she says, I don't believe in throwing away a person just because they make a mistake. A mistake. And she goes, I mean, he was so honest. He basically explained the whole thing, and he didn't hide anything. Except that he hid a lot of stuff. And some important stuff. I think that's why forgiveness, the church's way of forgiveness, is so harmful. Because people can do the worst yeah. things and tear people's lives apart. I mean, this yeah. doesn't even get into the families who gave so much money or, you know, are now in terrible financial situations because of this guy. Yeah, and forgiveness doesn't mean that 
you say, eh, whatever, <laughs> fine, right. no harm, no foul. It just means that you technically forgive them, but they might still be, oh, I don't know, liable to you for some damages. Absol- that's it. You don't forgive them it under what's quote debt. Yeah. I, I wonder if this guy's uh, <laughs> going to ever show up. To his new hearing. that This is now and, getting and exciting because this is like being on the, quote, lamb again. If he doesn't show up for whatever they've done, then we get to see some handcuffing. I always like to think of, like, the little details of these criminals. And I'm thinking they probably bought tickets that were really expensive to go to Zambia. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine those are cheap flights. Right. So my guess is they're like... Oh, hell, we spent all this money on the plane tickets. We're going. We're going. Yeah, you know, because yeah. we're not going to get this. We're not going to get this church opportunity again. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to go con these people before news goes international of me or so I yeah. can get it. I looked up his wife's Instagram. It's private, obviously. But her little bio is walk by faith, not by sight. That's it. Sure. God's, trust me, bro. Trust me. I'll figure it out. Well, he got somebody who was brand new to Christianity so that he could fill her with his version Mm-hmm. Of Christianity, that's that's kind of how I see it. When when guys like to lead their prospective girlfriends to the faith. Oh, great! You don't know anything about Christianity. Let me tell you. I'll, I'll <laughs> fill you in. Let's start with the wife should be submissive to the husband verse, <laughs> and that we've seen this. I don't know what his denomination leans to, but you and I have seen the the oh, whole yeah. pendulum of. It's not that I believe that he doesn't feel he's a Christian and hears from God. It's just that fucking Mm -hmm. absolutely illegal, terrible actions. And then, man of God. And then the next week, let me sniff lines off, you know, a sex worker's stomach. (laughs) And then, well, that was that. Yeah, that was his previous life. He's been redeemed. So, you know. What a shithole. Okay, well, we'll keep up with him because I want to see them cuffs on that boy. Um, And if you all didn't know this, he is a white man. And he is headed, (laughs) he's in Zambia now, so. And if you couldn't figure out that he was from Colorado. Uh, True, true. in the church. Colorado is is sort of the Wild West. In many ways, like I love. It's very whitey church. It's whitey church, but then, you know, it's had pot for a long time. It has some interesting sort of hippie stuff, but then it has like mass shootings. It's a weird, it's a weird place. So I'm going to finish with something that's sort of tragic, but I think it needs more uh, coverage. And we're going to put the photos of these people on our social media, and we'll talk about it and all this. But guess what? Another online cult. This one is a TikTok cult. And I wrote about it in an hour. I can see that. What? I can see that. TikTok lends itself to cult followings, I think. Very true. And I think that um, 
when you, again, like that guy you just talked about, don't have a face-to-face situation and you can curate everything to even look authentic, people can't distinguish, especially if you're a con artist like that guy. So this guy is in jail for something else. But just long story short, I just found this headline because I wanted to update. And I'm getting really pissed at headlines lately because they're not telling the whole truth. And if people skim headlines like I do. Let me add something in about headlines, having a journalism background Mm -hmm. and having worked for uh, magazines and different publications. What shocked me the most was to find out that the people who write the article don't write the headline. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is very strange. It also, to me, explains a lot of time why in the um, in the ladies' magazines like Cosmo and things like that, you'll read a headline like how to get the man of your dreams. And then inside, it's just about an article that explains what women dream about. Like, no, 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 no. Right. You said right. that it was going to be how. There's answers. no how. Yeah. <laughs> You said. So, uh, yeah, people, if you didn't know that, then editors write the headlines and the writers write the articles. Yes. And I just covered one recently because everyone was talking about, this is another side uh, bit of news, is that they were talking, lots of people were talking about how the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, the people who say they are not religious. But, yeah, the, the growing number of nuns is what these headlines say, and everyone's running with it. Well, if you look at who does the headline, it was the Catholic press. And so they were being alarmist, like, "Uh uh-oh, look, look who's growing, where actually nuns decreased a few points in the latest Pew Research thing. It doesn't mean it's not going to be on an upward spiral, but how this fits into what I'm about to talk about is People who say they're not part of any organized religion are now feeling they are part of something because they believe in crystals or astrology and are in these communities, especially TikTok and other online things that fall into the category of, quote, no specific religion. So I can see why people people want to organize. People just want to organize. They want somewhat community, and then they have to enter into something that's organized. And you will never get around it. Even if you want to meet with people who have deconstructed, someone still needs to collect the emails and then send out the emails. And all of a sudden, they are seen as the arbitrator of more knowledge. You know, it's just a weird thing that we all have. So this dude... I'm going to get this from the NBCnews.com. It's written by Catherine Ido and Corky Samasco. Ah, Corky, I love your name. So anyway, there's a St. Louis suburb, and this guy is shirtless, and he likes to talk all wild on TikTok about energy. And, oh, my favorite video of his was the whole. And, I mean, these are old conspiracies that I thought had faded out. But looking at power (laughs) lines where birds are, because birds aren't real. Oh, yeah. They're charging on that power line, but they're drones to photograph everybody. You know, so he's just rotating... 
and talking about all this shit. Now he, I had never heard that conspiracy theory before. I really like it. Birds aren't real. <laughs> they're charged. Oh, that's a whole right. conspiracy. They're charging. Look it up. Birds aren't <laughs> they're real. They're charging. So his mission, he says, is to illuminate the minds of. Here we go again. Black and Latino people. He's black himself, and the whole idea of, hey, let me go in to this community that I'm part of, but also scan right. them. I think there's also, yeah. I hate to say, because he had a lot of women followers, more of some there kind we of go. weird sex appeal. But, you know, don't worry. He already got put in jail for doing something oh. to a minor. And he's been oh. in jail. Right. Look, I'm all sad because I'm like, oh, he just sounded like a fraudster, but now he's also a pedo. He's also a typical cult leader. <laughs> so he, of course, says, eh, not in a cult, not, this isn't a cult, shit, 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 whatever. But what we have now is that he had some followers that actually got all their stuff and moved to his area. So originally, I saw that there were six people missing. Now it says four, at least here. And the headline is... Missing? Yep. The people with ties to on-like cult, quote, don't want to be found, police say. If I looked at that, I would say they've been in communication with them, and the people are like, no, we don't want to go back home, which is their right, you know, if they're adults. Yeah. You read it, and no, it, it's not like that at all. So, I'm sorry, there are six people missing still. Yeah, it's four adults, but two of them have little kids. And Aww. they had ties and moved somewhere. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, Rashad Jamal is also a former rapper, and he's in an 18-year well, sure. prison sentence for minor oh. uh, child stuff. So it's definitely... He's in prison doing all this? No, no. He, he got convicted last oh. year. And right when he said, the police are okay. after me and I'm going to go to jail, these people moved to his area. Now they have not been oh. seen. Their family can't find them. And what the police was actually saying is this. They said they shut off their phones, shut off their social media, shut off everything. We've even sent them oh, money via Cash App. You know, to try and get them. And they haven't collected it. They're right. just gone. And then he says, it's like they don't want to be found. So the headline yeah. uses, quote, they don't want to be found. Although that's not what the police are saying at all. No. The, and There's a chance they'd like to be found if they're still alive. You know, I, I must admit, every time I see someone who's run away... Everyone's first thing is in media, we've got to find them, we've got to find them, without the thought of some people run away for a very fucking good reason, and mm -hmm. it doesn't mean we shouldn't yeah. find them, but I'm always like, let me hear more of the story. But the people who are missing um, are identified as Jareel German, she's 26, and she has a three-year-old son. These kids should not be. Aww. Yeah. Ashton Mitchell. No. Naaman 
Williams, who's 29, uh, Michaela Thompson, Michaela Wickerson, and Michaela Wickerson has a three-year-old daughter. So there were pictures of them actually like all sitting outside weirdly in the grass of some yard somewhere because people observe like, what's up with this house? And why are those people sitting outside weird? And now they vanished. And this has been months and months and the parents are stressed out. They have put them all related to this, quote, cult leader. But again, he's in jail. Who knows? Uh, Who knows if they're, you know, in harm's way or they're still a little brainwashed. But I'm like, people need to be talking about this stuff, especially again, because it's certain communities that are taken advantage of in this situation. These are all women and some with kids who have followed this asshole guy. (sighs) Yeah, so I guess let's start an online cult. Off the grid seems to be the way to keep everyone silent. Um, And then, don't you wonder if that's going to become a thing? What? If if there's going to be if there would ever possibly be this ultimate rejection of social media and an online presence, yeah, like if that could grow, I think being off the grid, I think that is something that's growing, but very slightly. And there's all these like movements towards people even buying non-smartphones, and I mean, I'd love to have. Yeah. The bravery to do that, but I just could not. I couldn't. I know. What would you do? I mean, I guess you could just go back to watching TV all the time. I never watch books. TV. And talking to neighbors. No, hate everybody. <laughs> like, I love online. I love it. But I guess there yeah, I know. is, you know, some sort of critical thinking needed or skepticism needed that... I just assume most people have, but we've covered enough cults nope. and churches to be like, nope, absolutely <laughs> nope. not. Well, thank you for listening to to the church bulletin this week, and Bonnie and I are excited <laughs> to announce um, we've gotten approval for a new kind of currency. It's oh yeah, uh, and we're going to trade it with you. So go yeah. to our website, <laughs> give us all your money. And buy a lot of it. <laughs> and it's all on the up and up. Oh, God my God. Me. That's right. Trust and me. And if God told you, mm-hmm. you could have just misheard it and he's going to fix it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walk by faith, not by sight. Bye.